Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Hi there. I want to tell you about my webinars that are going to be coming up every month. I want you to check out my website and see what this month's webinar topic is and sign up. The format is going to be the same every month, even though the topics are going to change. It's going to be a huge variety of career-related topics. I'm going to give you a deep dive into content about that topic for about 30 minutes, and then you're going to have a chance for 30 minutes of Q&A in the chat box while I'm, I'm teaching you. You can ask me a question, and then if you're really brave, and I hope you will be, you can be volunteered to coach live on that month's topic so you can raise your hand and I'll coach you. I want to give you that URL so that you can go to my website, see what the next topic is and sign up. So go to http colon backslash backslash. Nope. So go to my website at exclusivecareercoaching.com forward slash webinar sign up see what this month's topic is, see when and, and, and what time it is, sign up and, uh, and get in there and participate with me. I look forward to having you there. Thanks. Greetings. How are you today? Are you ready for some career management advice? Um, I am certainly ready to give it to you. This is a topic that I think is kind of foreign to many of you that are either new to the workforce or you haven't yet entered the workforce. And it's the idea of managing your boss. So I want to really talk about one specific area. So there's when I when you think about managing your boss, we can be talking about managing it in terms of um, managing his or her expectations of you, managing lots of different things. What today I want to talk about specifically is um, you getting the feedback and the guidance that you need in your work, depending on where you're at in the kind of phase of your job or the phase of a project that you're in. So kind of the basic premise of this is to get the most from your work and ensure your success. You want to be intentional about getting what you need from your boss, right? So in a perfect world, we have a boss who is totally available to you when you start working and then she progressively loosens the reins on you as you become more competent. Of course, at exactly the right time. She's just completely intuitive that way. She never micromanages you. She never undermanages you either. And she knows exactly what type of management style works best for you. And she knows exactly what you need when you need it almost before you know it yourself. That's the perfect world. Probably about 1% of us live in that world, <laughs> and the rest of us, we have a boss with a zillion things on her plate, and your professional success is unfortunately not even on the stove, and much less on the front burner of that stove, and so it really becomes your responsibility to make sure that you're getting the tools, the feedback, the information, the guidance that you need to be successful in your job. Yes, it's wonderful when you have a boss who is so focused on that. And, and typically that also works in, um, that, that goes along with a company culture that is very focused on employee performance. So typically that, you might have an occasional random boss who is really great at managing people and managing performance, but typically it, it happens within a company that has that kind of culture. So 
The things that I'm going to be talking about today are specifically for the majority of us who don't work in a company that is very intentional about managing performance. So it's a very, it's such an important thing, and yet so few companies do a really good job at it. So I want to talk about how you can get your professional needs met and, and, and do that by managing your interactions with your boss. So I'm going to give you five kind of places, opportunities for you to manage your relationship with your boss. Number one is actually going to be during the interview when you haven't even gotten the job yet. So one of the questions that I love for candidates to ask is something like, how often and in what way will my performance be evaluated? And then, of course, you're going to want to ask that question of the boss, the prospective boss. And so based on her response, you might ask a follow-up question like, will I have the opportunity to receive more frequent feedback in the first few months or when I get a new project? So you really want to be asking those questions to get a sense of whether this is a, a hands-on boss, a hands-off boss, is this a micromanaging boss, is this a boss who has no clue how to manage people? You know, what's the what's the sense? And you also want to come into that interview knowing what your needs are. Are you someone who needs frequent feedback? Do you need very concrete feedback? You know, if you find out in the interview, well, I the boss says, well, I travel frequently and I'm really only in the office two days a month. You know, is that going to give you what you need to be successful? I know this may sound like a small thing, especially if you were, you know, really desperate for a job and, and you think, especially if you're 22, you think that all jobs are created equal. But I can promise you, if you've thought about just even the part-time jobs that you've had and how were you managed in those jobs and how satisfied were you with that level of management, that level of leadership, did it mesh with your needs? Did you find yourself lost not knowing what you were supposed to do? That's going to just ramp up when you go into the professional world because now you're doing things that are on a bigger scope. They have There's bigger um, risk in, in terms of if you don't do it right, the, the downside can be greater. So you really want to make sure that you're getting the amount of leadership that you need. And, and one place to ask that is right in the interview. Now, second place is on day one. So typically, if not the first day, within the first week, you're going to have a one-on-one -on -one with your boss. That's, that's often the case. And this is a chance for you to kind of restate what you understood from the interview about how the performance evaluations would be done and how frequently they would be done. And also to reiterate or state for the first time what you need. So, for example, if your boss has said, well, we're going to do a 90-day performance evaluation, I can promise you that you don't want to wait 90 days to find out if you're doing the job right. You want more frequent. So what you might ask for is, hey, would it be okay if we just did a five-minute check-in every Friday? I really, And the way that you want to couch this is by saying, I really want to excel here. I want to give you my best effort. And the only way I can do that is if I get more frequent feedback at the outset to make sure that I'm on the right track. So ask for it. What's the harm? There's, there's no downside in at least asking. And again, if you phrase your request as being important for you know, the company's success to make the boss look good, it's going to be hard for her to say no to that. 
Number three, the third place that I really want you to um, manage your boss is at the beginning of a new project or a new responsibility. So let's say the boss gives you, puts you in a project, gets you to lead a project, um, or a, it could be a task at work. I want you, you're in charge of, this is your new job responsibility, but it's something new. And this is particularly important if it's something that's very new to you in terms of the work, right? You've not done anything like this before. You've never led a team before. You've never managed this kind of project. You've never taken on this kind of job duty. So you, when that boss assigns you a project, that new project, you want to ask about, can you get closer supervision initially? You want to make sure that you're moving forward in the right direction. I think it's so critical to, there's a concept in IT that, that talks about failing early. And so their idea is when they're doing an IT project for a client, they want to come to them very quickly with some work that moves along the continuum of this project to see if the client is happy with that. Because it's so much better to find out, you know, a weekend when, let's say, 40 work hours have been put into it, as opposed to six weeks in when a thousand work hours have been put into the project to then find out that they're off on the wrong track. So you want to ask for regular check-ins. Maybe you just want to request that the boss be available if you have questions. Maybe you don't want to regularly schedule meeting, but hey, can I stick my head in the door on Friday afternoons or can I stick my head in the door whenever I have a question? Just whatever works best for you. And you probably want to be also specific about the type of supervision you want to take on. So do you want to be able to develop a rough draft of the, maybe it's a proposal or a, um, some kind of a document, or do you want to outline the way you're going to approach a project to see if you're on the right track? So again, that kind of gets back to that failing early idea. You want to, you want to get a little bit of stuff down, take it to the boss, see if you're on the right track before you do a tremendous amount more. You may also, in the sense of um, you know, starting a new project or taking on a new responsibility, don't hesitate to ask for additional training if you think that that's necessary to, to be successful in that role. Another area, another time to manage your boss is when challenges arise. So let's say you have a, you know, a conflict with a coworker and it's affecting either the quantity or the quality of your work. You want to nip that as quickly as possible by scheduling a quick meeting with your boss. So now here's the thing about those meetings. The purpose is not to be a bitch session, but rather to an opportunity for growth. So you're going to come to them and give the situation as factually as possible, leave the emotion out, talk about the circumstances, and then a focus immediately on brainstorming solutions. So you're not, this is not about placing blame on the other person. It's not about rehashing the problem. It's not about trying to make you look good. It's about solving the situation. And one thing I will always say, um, whenever you have a problem that you bring to your boss, whether it's with a coworker or a problem with a project or whatever, is you always want to come with some solutions. Even if those are not the solutions that end up getting selected, just the fact that you are thinking about this from a solution perspective as opposed to a problem perspective. One of the things that when I was managing people that was most frustrating to me is people who just wanted to come and dump their problem into my lap and expect me to solve it for them. It's their problem. I will support them. I will be a sounding board. I will give suggestions, but I'm not going to hold their hand or do it for them. 
So if you have difficulty, um, like a, an obstacle that you've run into or an issue with a customer that you can't figure out the solution to, these are all good times to check in with your boss um, as, as those situations arise. And then finally, you want to check in with your boss when you're ready for more. Um, whether that's a promotion or you want to take on more responsibility in your current role or you maybe want to apply for a position elsewhere in the company, you want to meet with your boss to get kind of a realistic assessment of your chances for getting that next thing. Now this is particularly effective if you can do it very early in the process and find out what are the criteria. So if you want, let's say you know that your um, immediate supervisor is leaving in six months and you want that job, that would be kind of the logical next thing for you. Going to your boss's boss and saying, okay, I want to apply for that job how will you be evaluating candidates? Tell me what I can do to be considered for that position. And then if you do those things, you have a very strong chance of getting the job, assuming that the boss has been quite honest with you about what, what, they were, what they're going to be looking for. So as I mentioned kind of at the outset, you may also need to manage expectations with your boss. I'm going to talk about that in a future podcast. So things like negotiating how you manage your existing duties when a new responsibility is put on your plate, um, or how to negotiate more realistic timeline. They, he gives you a project and the timeline is just completely unrealistic and you know that. How do you negotiate those things? Those are all another aspect of managing your boss. But today I really want to focus, wanted to focus in on you getting the feedback, the mentoring, the coaching that you need depending on where you're at with your career, to be successful in your current role. So I hope this has been helpful for you, and I'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.